Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Caroline Frolic is my guest this week on Do Did Will, the story of people podcast. And what a story. Sometimes she's a PA announcer for the Abbotsford Canucks, the AHL team of the Vancouver Canucks. Other times, she's a fill-in weather anchor for CTV Vancouver. She's a digital host for the Vancouver Football Club. Every now and again, she fills in as a PA announcer for the Vancouver Canucks. She's got a cat named Ken Norton Jr., which makes an appearance on the show. And her journey took her to one of my favorite television stations of all time, the new VR in Barrie, Ontario, as well as countless others. And she made some time today. It's Do Did Will, the Story of People podcast with Carolyn Frolic. Welcome back, friends, to the Do Did Will Story of People podcast for another week. I uh, hope you've been enjoying the series so far. I've had a definitely a different selection of guests on to talk about their journeys, what they do, how they did it, what they will do next. Now, this past week, I had an opportunity to attend the Abbotsford Canucks, the Baby Canucks uh, hockey team, uh, play against the San Jose Barracudas. Coincidentally, my first guest on this show was Tara Sloan, who is now very much ingrained in the San Jose Sharks. So we have the Abbotsford Canucks and the San Jose uh, San, San Jose Barracuda, basically baby Canucks, baby Sharks, coming together for a little hockey game that uh, might or might not have involved my guest this week, who is the PA announcer there for the Abbotsford Canucks, amongst other things. Welcome to the show, Carolyn Frolic. Thank you for making the time. Thank you for having me. It's awesome. Real pleasure. we got a mutual friend and Jen Graham. And I was like, I, I really want to get Carolyn on the show. What do you think she'd do the show? And she's like, she's wonderful. You should just reach out to her. And here we are. So I appreciate the time. Thank you. <laughs> and I sent her and I said, okay, this guy says he knows you. She's like, oh my God, I love him. Yes. I'm like, okay, then yay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. You got to screen the people, right? Your DMs fill Jen, up. It's a whole thing, you know. That's true. I said, Jen, you know, you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And she's like, really? that that easy really that easy yeah. <laughs> uh listen i i thoroughly enjoyed the show listening to your voice uh, on the pa and uh it was just great to to um great atmosphere great everything and uh i know you've got a storied history about how you got to where this spot is um including working at one of my favorite television stations of all time uh back in ontario which is great so let's uh let's start from the beginning here on this uh, little show uh, Carolyn, what do you do? That's a loaded question. Okay, we'll just say short answer, sportscaster. That's that's the good one. But also weather anchor, fill-in weather anchor, also PA announcer. So I've got my my paws in a little bit of everything. The weather anchor part, uh, as was that new? Is that sort of? Uh, how often do you do that? Was that part of your your journey, which we'll get into, but was that sort of something that was thrown at you like, hey, do you want to try this? Or is that something I, that's part of the broadcast school or the part part of the, the bag of tricks that goes into this world? Yeah, it was always something I thought was really cool. 
you know, I like weather. I like talking about weather. I love the science behind it and all of the things, but I just thought, okay, well, I'm a sportscaster. So that's it. Uh, CTV Vancouver had an opening for fill-in weather anchor. So I'm not, you know, on the roster, so to speak. I get called in from the bullpen. Hey, sports. I get called in from the bullpen when needed. Uh, but it's just, you know, at this age, it's my best friend back in Ontario said, man, you're just reinventing yourself at this age, 49. I'll say it. You're reinventing yourself at 49. And, you know, what? one day people are going to stop asking me to do things. So I'm just going to ride it as the until the wheels fall off so to speak but i've been having a blast uh the people at ctv vancouver ctv morning live are incredible so helpful i have so much fun it's not like i'm working even though it is sure. work obviously i take it seriously but it's just it's a lot of fun and just you know branching out doing something totally different that's it but I would imagine in that profession and the profession of broadcasting and sports broadcasting or broadcasting in general, as opportunities are thrown at you, obviously you say yes to almost everything you can get your hands on just to get the experience, but then it opens more doors, more doors. So the CTV thing, uh, do you feel like that's going to open a door for, you know, sitting in on a panel on breakfast, in the morning show or morning live or, or do you, or does it, you know, just adds to the resume and age is just a number at this point where we're at with technology and podcasts and people having their own shows. I mean, Botox. everyone's there. Yeah. Botox. Sure. I didn't say it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it must be a fun bag of tricks. Like it must be fun to, to be, to play in that space. It's just, it, it really is because I've watched CTV Morning Live. I watch CTV News. And to be on it now, on occasion, is just, a, it's a lot of fun. And I filled in on the morning show last week. So I went back to mornings to the uh, early wake up call. Unlike my days at uh, News 1130 or City News Vancouver, I think it's called now. I know it's called that City News Vancouver, 1130. And that was morning radio. So mm -hmm. I would roll out of bed, you know, brush my teeth and just, you know, wear pajama bottoms to work this. It's like, oh, it's television. So I have to kind of look human. So it's waking up a little earlier, but uh, it's I wouldn't trade it for the world. And then I get to do the, the night shift as well for when that is required. So sure. I like that it keeps me on my toes and I like that I'm constantly challenged by it. And like I said, everyone there's just been absolutely welcoming and so helpful. So, so I can't complain. And to answer your question, do you think it's going to lead me anywhere? I'm happy filling in. That's the job. As long yeah. as they keep calling me, I'm happy to do it. How much notice do you get? Uh, it depends. Um, right before Christmas, I got to the day before I was going to do the night shift. This was the 22nd, so the Friday before Christmas, the 22nd. And then uh, one of the producers called and said, hey, can you do the morning show tomorrow? And I said, oh, you, I haven't been trained yet on it. And they said, can you do the morning show tomorrow? And I said, but I haven't. But I'm also doing the night. Okay. Sure. And so it was just kind of a one to three swim. We were all filling in because it was the day before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it was 23rd, 22nd, whatever the Friday was. So the 23rd, yeah, the day before Christmas Eve. And again, it was just one, two, three swim, but I wasn't left hung out to dry. 
the producers and executive producers, everyone was just so unbelievably helpful. And I thought, okay, this is kind of fun. I kind of like this, you know, I, I slept for hours after that, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was just, it was a lot of fun. So it, there's someone some gets you ready there, don't they? So you show up and they, they, they do all the stuff and get you ready. Push what, like physically no oh, yeah they push you out there with a no you do your own thing and the the you know the weather boards um well it's a different animal for the morning so lovely angelina from virgin radio who's doing traffic that day helped me set up and uh there's there's never a case of that's not my job or you don't know what you're doing everyone's just been unbelievably helpful which is a very nice work environment to be in so when they call me i go do you have to, uh, in that scenario, like, did you have to learn about weather? Yeah. I mean, right? the, like, the, the, the lingo, yeah. the atmospheric river, there's, you know, the, the languages as opposed yeah. to, wow, it's pouring down rain outside. Okay. Back to you. You know, you have to kind of word it a little differently, sure. but it's, it's just fun. And then, you know, making sure that you have your, your regions correct uh, you know, this is central BC. This is the North Island, South Island. Just making sure that you know, you have everything, you know, in all your ducks in a row, that you're talking about the right region. Like, I don't want to be talking about, you know, uh, and in Prince George today, it's minus 10. And then, oops, there's, oh, wait, we're on the island. Oops. So you just have to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. And uh, yeah, just. It's One just of the fun. things that happens in my industry as far as running concerts go is when you're, especially when you're on the East Coast of North America and you're through New Jersey, New York and the Carolinas and you're playing an outdoor show, we consistently have Doppler going. We've got AccuWeather, you know, on speed dial. We've got a whole, we've got, um, you know, everybody involved in, in making these decisions. And it's pretty funny because the, the old gag is, oh, you know, the, the weatherman screwed up or the weather woman screwed up or whatever. And they like to blame you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you that from doing shows, trying to get a straight answer out of somebody from AccuWeather is hilarious because it's like, yes, you have this happening and potentially happening within the next 10 minutes, but mm-hmm. I can't guarantee it, but it might. Okay. What, what does that, what does that mean? Do we get hit? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's our world, right? Because weather's always changing. Yeah. This is, yeah. it's, it's a prediction. Yeah, I'm not putting my head on a block that it's going to snow tomorrow. Sure. But this is the wet, and that's why we show the, the satellite. Yeah, yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah. This is what's coming in. So it's, uh, you know, I was in a Uber on my way to work one day, and the guy jams the brakes on. He goes, because he said, oh, what are you doing at CTV? And I said, oh, I'm doing the weather today. Jams on the brakes, turns around, and he goes, why are you always wrong? I'm glad <laughs> I had you in my car. And I, and I went, huh? Okay. And he goes, I'm serious. I'm not moving. And I was like, okay, jerk How'd face. You know? I'm yeah. going to get out of the car. That's a one star for you, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just looked at him and I went, I went, dude, just get me to work, please. Did your, <laughs> did your Uber rating fluctuate after that ride? Uh, no, it always goes up. Thank you. Cause I'm pleasant. There you go. <laughs> You can have it. There's no problem with you. You got no, but it's not your fault in the weather. Angry. Yeah. He I've had some angry. Uber moments. And I thought, you know, who hurt you? You know, did, I've did had some Uber moments. I, and murder your entire household. Yeah. No, stop. You know, I think about back to the, there's a great episode of Kirby enthusiasm where Larry 
you know, has an argument with a guy and it drops down. So he gets down to like a 4.2 rating and he's losing his mind because he's not a five star anymore because of it. And he chases the Uber guy down and then it just, just keeps dropping him and dropping him, dropping him. Yeah. It's the best. And now I'm on that. I was on yeah, that because I, I, I was like a 4.8. I was a 4.8. I'm like, how did I get to a 4.8? I was nice to everybody. I tip well. Anyways, yeah. long story short. <laughs> Take cabs now. Um, okay, so listen, um, we, we've just met, but I had an opportunity to hear you call the game, the Abbotsford Canucks. Um, but before this Abbotsford Canucks thing and and, uh, and and some of the other things that you happen, can you talk about this tweet right here from the Vancouver Canucks from February 25th, 2022, mm-hmm. which is basically a year ago. And I'll read it for the people listening. It says, if you were at the game last night, you heard the voice of Carolyn Frolic as our new in-arena PA announcer. Frolic makes history with the Canucks Sports and Entertainment as she's the first woman to announce a full Canucks game as a PA announcer. And the cat seems to be very excited. And my cat could not be more more excited about about that. that. No, that that was probably one of the highlights of my entire 23 year sportscasting career it was um i did the international women's day the year before with al murdoch and uh that was incredible just being with greatness and couldn't be a nicer guy by the way yeah and but there was nobody in the arena because it was covid time so it was just yeah and now playing left wing crickets 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 so it was nerve-wracking because they put it on Sportsnet yeah. but it also I mean it was fun it was nerve-wracking took it seriously but there was nobody in there you know just the players and you could hear JD Miller's language from all the way up sure. and then the next year they emailed me and said you know Al's going to be away for a few games would you like to fill in I was like okay sure I'll, I guess I'll you know help out oh, oh just just me Oh, you're going to do the whole thing yourself. Come again? And that day of that, when that picture was taken, the most, and I don't get, I mean, I get nervous. You know, I, you know, have the butterflies. I'm human. But I had my first panic attack that day. Mm. Oh, so this is what it is. I was in the shower and I couldn't stop shaking. So I had to sit down and (laughs) I threw up. And I was like, do I have the flu? Do I have COVID? No, I think this is probably just nerves and anxiety. Nerves and, oh, and I told my husband, he goes, oh, honey, that was an anxiety attack. Why don't you just have fun with this? Relax, you know, give me a pep talk, saying all the right things. And I said, but this is a big deal. I'm the first woman and this, this, and, you know, little girls are going to be watching this. Little boys are going to be watching this and yeah. thinking that girls can do things. And uh, it was a seven to one Canucks win over Calgary. It was the day Chase Claypool said, the, the Calgary plane sucks so bad. Remember, yeah. you remember that one? I remember that, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was well-oiled later in the, in the game. It's just, he was having a good time. Sure. But it was a lot happening. And then at the very end, I you know put the earphones back on the microphone and just, <laughs> I could see the guys behind me like, and then the, the two women up there, they're like, oh, she'll be fine. Yeah. You okay? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Okay. 
all right, now I'm great. Oh my God, that was so much fun. And they were just going, what is happening? <laughs> but it was just such an emotional release and that it happened. And, yeah. you know, it wasn't flawless. It was my very first time doing it by myself. And I want to do everything perfectly at all times, which is not what humans do. But they asked me back, and then I was asked by our dear friend Jen Graham to do International Women's Day last year with Abby Canucks. Yeah. And then she said, this year, you know, on the days where the Vancouver Canucks and Abbotsford Canucks play on the same night, do you want to be Al for us? I said, oh, yeah, sure. And I said, okay, probably like two, three games. Well, no, it's 14, 15, 16 games. And it's just been an absolute blast. I so look forward to those games. And yeah, if you would have told me 20 years ago, I'd be a PA announcer, especially the Vancouver Canucks, that, you know, feather in my cap, I would have told you you're absolutely crazy. Because as much as I like to think, you know, as much as I know women can do anything. Sure. Growing up, it was, oh, but maybe not that. We don't well, it's a new world now. And I don't, I, I, one of the things that I, um, I, I and I don't want to go down to like, this is, it's amazing for women, which, which is, which is incredible, but I, it just, it speaks to your, uh, your, your professionalism and, and what you've done in your career. It, and, and that's not, that's, that's not because you're a woman. That's because you're great at your job. And so for me, that's that I love these journeys of people that, are achieving and going after their goals, going after their dreams, or getting these opportunities because of the work that they've put in, because of the sacrifices they've made, and just because of their overall professionalism and 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 you do the work. So um amazing. You sound like Alan Murdoch. He said well, that you're, to me. You're the I first. No one will ever take that away from you. Okay. Yeah. No one's ever gonna take that away from you. You are in Canucks history now forever. And sure, uh you're the first woman to do it but to me you're the you're carolyn who did it so that you know it you that's because of what you did okay and we'll get into we'll get into the did part uh but at first i want more women to be in these positions and not oh women are taking men's jobs i got a lot of those messages it's like bullshit no one's taking al murdoch's job okay no why, why can't the playing field be evened out so everyone gets looked at for these yeah. jobs? I want to see more women up there with Al. I want to see more women, but there are voices blaring, you know, as for goal, Vancouver goal, whatever it is. But yeah. you, you just sounded like Al because I made a joke of being the token chick. And he goes, hey, listen to me. You know, his deep voice. I'm like, yeah. And he said, you did this because you're good. Don't let anyone take that away from you. And he's right. Yes, sir. Yes, he's, sir. He's absolutely right. I mean, it I don't. Big booming voice. I'm like, okay. He's absolutely right. Talent <laughs> wins, my friend, and uh, you and and you're winning. Uh, but I want to play this for one sec. It's a little thing I pulled off your Twitter. I wish you would have blasted the horn. But uh, this is a little preview to your Abbotsford Canucks day. I was sitting just to the left of that, but uh, you get I, something I learned that day. I went up to say hello, say hello to our mutual friend Jen, and there is the goal button 
that you get to press for the goal horn that I didn't realize that you're the one that presses the goal horn and Al's the one that presses the goal horn. Mm-hmm. And is that the same in the end? Is that the same with the Canucks in the NHL? Or is there somebody that's, that's wow. How about that? So it is, goes. but in the NHL, well, at least in, at, for Vancouver, you can pick yeah. it up. So when I oh, was yeah. first training with Al, I picked it up and I kissed it. And that was my <laughs> profile picture for the longest time. And, sure. and everyone's like, Frolic, look like him. You belong here. Come on, man, be cool. Yeah. But in Abbotsford, it's it's stuck. <laughs> so I tried to pick it up one day. And I'm like, okay. I, uh, that's, yeah. that's really on there. But yeah, we have to, we get to do the horn. And I think it's amazing. We can't, I mean, I can't really watch the game because I'm watching the net and the ref. The net and the ref. And I'm watching back, back and forth because. The team can celebrate. The green light can go on. It's not a goal until I see that move. And Al said, it doesn't matter if they're celebrating. It's not up to you. It's not up to them. It's up to the dude in the, ze- in the zebra shirt. So watch them. So I'm just staring, staring, staring. And then there are times where I have my hand over the button. I'm like, ah, wrong end. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Put my hand behind my back. Now that would be good. Did you make that mistake? Did you actually hit it when the other oh. team... Did? No, you haven't done that. Okay. Nope. Good yes. for you. I would. I absolutely would. <laughs> so there you go. I absolutely would too. Are you kidding me? But yeah, I I prematurely horned one night and it wasn't a goal. And I went, oh my God, the one time I don't look at the dude in the stripes. But yeah. it was a case of everyone thought it was a goal and blah, blah. And even Abbotsford Twitter said, we thought it was a goal. We heard the horn. And I'm like, ah, Jen, I'm sorry. And Jen's like, ah whatever walk it off for all i can walk it off (laughs) (laughs) but no i have not done that yet (laughs) they had the abbotsford heat out there and there was never any goals so there you go hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, moving on, my friend, uh, to the will section, or sorry, uh, to, to the uh, did section of this show. How did you do it? Uh, 20 years ago, I, I just wasn't too proud to take a job that paid nothing. I was a receptionist at City TV in Toronto and I just wanted to get a foot in the door just to see if I even liked being in that environment. Chance conversation with uh, Peter Dorshak, then assignment editor. I will always say his name because I owe my entire career to him and he he always says, no, I didn't do anything. Like, uh, Yeah, you made the phone call. You mm-hmm. got me the job. So the new VR in Barrie, Ontario, my friend, CKVR. They were looking for a sportscaster. There it is. That was before my time, but still CKVR. I had to bring the old logo in. I had you to. Had to bring it in, man. And so he said that he spoke to the the main people up there and he said you know there's this woman down here she's got something you know talked to her i don't know what the conversation was but he came he came up to the uh, the assignment of my receptionist desk leaned over and he goes write this number down and i was like okay and he said it's the number to the new vr i told him you have something 
I'm not sure what, but I just want you out of my face when I eat my lunch. Because part of my job was to bring, you know, high school, college kids in to tour the newsroom. And it was yeah. right always around his lunchtime. So he'd be eating his gigantic sub. And I'm like, yeah. everybody, let's watch Peter eat. Yeah. And then uh, they'd all go, hi, Peter. And he's like, you. And it was just, you know, fun. It was just because it was always his lunchtime. And I'm like, so what do you do? And he's like, a mouthful of food. So I'm like, let's, let's watch Peter eat. And he's like, you know, I just really want to eat my lunch in peace. So I went up to the new VR, first time I ever read from a teleprompter, I'm just reading, and I said Hideki Arabu's name correctly. And they no. were all saying, how did you know how to say that? I said, well, because that's his name. And they went, oh, okay. And I think I got the job because Peter said for them to, told them to hire me, and I would also work for Peanuts. And sure. there we go. So just don't be too proud to take something that <laughs> you might not feed you, uh, but also work your behind off when you're there. And if any opportunities come, even if you think it's way above you, apply anyway, because I applied to the score. Television network, yeah. wonder if you have that logo. That's that's old school. The score, and I thought it was a long shot, but I kept on them and on them and on them and on them because I was gonna go back to Hawaii. I had a plane ticket. And I wanted to know if I was going to be taking that flight or not. And then finally, Anthony Giacchoni called and said, yeah, let's give you a shot. And so I was on the score for a long time. And just don't be afraid to ask, man. If there's something you want, ask for it. If it's a no, then you'll get a yes for something else. But if it's a yes, holy crap, you got the thing that you wanted, right? So I just, I'm of the mind, I'm going to ask. You can say no. I'm going to ask and I'm going to put, there it is. Yes. The score. There's and a few people I know from that world. My buddy, Mike Pongratz was, was part of something that uh, Renee Paquette, Renee Paquette. I know uh, of her. I never, but she yeah. came after me. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the score, um, I think, um, uh, not Friedman wasn't there. Was he Elliot Friedman? Yes, he, he was. was. Elliot, Elliot Friedman, and then um, Tim McAuliffe, Sid Sixero. Yeah, Sid Sixero. So that that was yeah. all voiceover. Uh, that was the first time I saw well, like, uh, uh, you heard sports and you didn't mm -hmm. see somebody because yeah. we used and to in Ontario. We, yeah, in Ontario, in Ontario, we used to get um, Jim Van Horn. Remember we had that he had that that, that sports channel or whatever it was a sports page or something. It was Jim Van Horn, and I even think that Don Taylor. I used to, we used to get him a bit out yeah. in Ontario or something. Yeah. It was just weird. And then, so you had that. And then the score was, was what, this is a sports thing with no broadcasters, but you hear their voices. Mm -hmm. So that was, it. that was the first for me. So that was, yeah. you know, that was, we, I was told that we're, you're the drunk people station because everyone falls home at like three, 4 AM and they want to know who won the games yeah. before we had like cell phones beaming in sure. our heads. And then you just watch the highlights or you're in a bar and then the highlights are on, but then they put faces on mm. there and, and Hey, it was well with Martine Guyard too. Martine she's still Guyard. on Sportsnet. Yeah. She is, yep. Yep. She no, she's, awesome. basically, she's doing a lot there too. Yeah. And she's, she's always been just, I, I want to touch on uh, like a little bit about this here, which is funny. I, I brought out the CKVR logo, which is the, the new VR. Uh, they, they changed the new VR, but I brought in the CKVR logo that I grew up on. Um, but I used to don't don't underestimate the power of small stations, because in a small town like where I live, I grew up in Port Perry, Blackstock, Scissory, Ontario, like Lake Lake Scugog, like that area we we had. That was channel three. We had, and that CKVR also gave you Disney 
and there was a CBC. They also gave you like the Littlest Hobo, all that stuff that we grew up on. But um, it was an interesting one because you had you had Czech TV in Peterborough, you had CKVR. So I grew up on all these local channels. Oh you know God. what I mean? And so, then we had you had Tom Gibney and 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 all on, at CTV or CFTO mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. So you did have that and Global News, which I think Global is where Don Taylor and Jim Van Horn were on. So it was just an interesting kind of like dynamic around that time. But CKVR was what was my favorite. They had all the best shows as a kid growing up at a, at a school. So never underestimate uh, for anyone listening at home or whatever. That station was a big, massive part of my youth. And kudos on you to take that job. And, and you know, I'll just go back to um, this for a second. That started, you know, oh. from there. Or Look at that or, face. Look at my face. I was yeah. terrified. Like, <laughs> smile. I am. We're going to do a photo now. <laughs> oh, I was a nervous, nervous wreck. Yeah, yeah. And... That's amazing. And then when it was done, I was like, can I do it again? That was fun. And they go, well, you had enough goals to call. And um, yeah, seven to one at Calgary was riding. I think it was like a 10 or 11 game mm. winning streak. And, and Thatcher Demko was not in the game. If I were. It's all a big blur. Sure. That, that whole day was big blur, but it, it was, it was, oh, it was a big old mess, but yeah, you, but I did you... it. And, you did it, and and as I said, the stuff between CKVR, the score, mm-hmm. obviously, um, I want to I want to touch on this on amazing place for, for people not listening or watching, but this is the Nat Bailey Stadium in Vancouver, which to me is probably the best junior baseball ballpark in the world. One of them, anyways. It's very close to. Uh, it's rivaled by few, but it's it's an incredible. It's where the Vancouver Canadians play, mm-hmm. that are now the Toronto Blue Jays Triple A team, which is a you know were they Triple A when you were there? Was it single? It's single A. They were short A. season single A. Now they're yeah. long season A yeah. ball, A-ball, which yeah. means a longer season, better baseball, and yeah. everybody that is going to play for the Blue Jays has to pass through here first. So if this was years ago, we would have seen Vladdy. I know. But we got, uh-huh. uh, you know, we got. Uh, oh, we had Manoa. Manoa and um, yeah. what's his name that that, uh, that was here that got traded to the Mets. Um, Syndergaard. Yeah, and then uh, also so, the kid so, who was so the kid that during during the the big 2015 run there, the pitcher. He was Pearson? here. Too. No, the kid hey, with the, the funky hair, and then he went to New York, and then well, I haven't heard from him since. So. No, it's Syndergaard. Nah, I'll it'll come back to me. But um, what was that like? Like you, so you were calling games there as well. I was a field reporter, so I wasn't calling the games. It was uh, Rob Fay and Ricky Romero calling the games. Right. And uh, I was field reporter. They had a bunch of games on Sportsnet, and that was actually funny. You want to talk about doing and wanting? When I was in high school, it's my favorite story. I'll try and keep it short. I'm verbose. It's all good. When I was in high school, I was 15, 15, grade 10. And math teacher, Mr. Mallory, was trying to get us to just pay attention. And he was pretty young, too. He was, you know, early 20s, but, you know, we were 15. So I was like, we were like, ah, he's so old. But, you know, he could still, you know, hang with us. You know, we, we were, you know, we all liked Bon Jovi and blah, blah. So he was kind of our buddy. And he sat down next to me and he goes, Caroline, I just, I just need five minutes of your time so you can get this. I can pass you. And then you can just go. Can you just 
do me a solid and pay attention. And then I looked at him. I didn't remember this. And I said, sir, you don't really have to waste your time with me. I see what you're doing, you know, solid effort, my friend, but I'm going to talk about baseball on TV. I'm not going to need to know any of this. And he was like, oh God. So fast forward about 15 years later, me and my best friend, fun Pam, who was in this same class, because we were still friends to this day. We were at the Dome. Sorry, it's always going to be the Dome, watching a Jays game. And we could feel someone watching us. And then Pam goes, oh, my God, it's Mr. Mallory. And we look over, and there's Mr. Mallory, and he's just like this. Can't believe it. And then he walks over, and he goes, first of all, Pam and Carol in the Dome, of course. And he goes, do you remember what you told me? And I I have no idea. Like I was 15. I don't, I don't remember what I did last week. And he told me that story about how I said, sir, don't waste your time on me. And then he just kind of wrote it off as, okay, well, that's a cool dream, but this kid really needs to focus on math, focus on math. And then he said he was watching the score and I was doing Jay's highlights. And he was like, shut the front door. There's frolic talking about baseball on TV. And it was just, you know, funny, one of those things. And he goes, you know, you did it. I'm like, I'm sorry, I was a brat. He goes, no, you didn't say it. So he goes, the way you said it, it wasn't conceited. It wasn't entitled. It wasn't bratty. It was just stating a fact that, you know what? Your time might be better used elsewhere. I don't need this. Thank you, though. Yeah. I'm so sorry. What an idiot. I mean, still stay in school, kids. Learn your math. But... Just, I, I just, just talked about this last week with my guests last week about, you know, uh, and actually t- t- for two weeks in a row, I, this subject has come up and I'll, we'll just keep talking about it. Um, the fact that, you know, when we're growing up, at least in small town, Ontario, it's you're going to work at GM. You're going to go work at, uh, 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 you know, you're going to be a doctor or you're going to be a police officer for the Durham Regional Police. You're going to be a fireman or firewoman. You're going to be, you know, you're going to work one of these seven things. And I'm like, well, what if I don't want to do those? We're not sure what to tell you. Because mm-hmm. at that point, there's no like, oh, you can get paid to travel. You can get, you can do this. There's just none of these extra kind of things that, that, uh, that are presented to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's great that you, you set that out early and then, you lay that down because at that point you want to talk baseball and, and, you know, again, we'll come back to it, but I mean, there wasn't really a lot of women at that point in sports broadcasting and doing it. So um, it certainly has come on strong and amazing. And then, and now, you know, I think TSN has almost a full female roster of, you know, that just host all the time. It's amazing. So one of my best uh, friends is on there, Laura Dykin. That's my girl. Met her at the score. We've been friends all this time. And I remember when she called me, I was in Hawaii. I was living there at the time, but I was helping to run the Miss Maui pageant. And we were on Oahu for the Miss Hawaii pageant. And we had all our doors open because it's Hawaii. And she sent me a text. She goes, I need to talk to you now. And I was like, oh my God, Laura. Okay, call me. What? And then she said, I'm going to be on TSN. And I screamed, TSN, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, proud mama. And then I go down to the ballroom and everyone's like, what's a TSN? Mm-hmm. We heard you screaming. Is everything okay? Is that code yeah. for something? And I'm like, it's my friend. And she's on it. And I'm like, you're a little weird. 
a little weird. Okay. And everyone's like, oh, she's Canadian. It's okay. She's weird. Canadian. We, we get that. Yeah, you're Canadian. <laughs> but, you know, we cheer on our friends, right? We yeah. cheer on the people that have the same dreams that we do. And when mm-hmm. something happens great to people, it ha- yeah. you know, then we we feel that as well. So yeah. good, good on. And um, funny sidebar, speaking of poor Perry, Kate Burness, her dad was my grade seven teacher. Stop it. And now listen, uh, old, Small John, world. old John there wasn't a big fan of this guy. Let me just say that. Uh, and would uh, in many years later, he would come to a, a show that I was running and he would just he was just like, really, you're doing you're doing this. I'm like, I'm doing I'm doing this and I'm doing a, I'm doing a lot of math. Uh, Mr. Burness, but um, it was funny. Anyways, hi Kate, uh, hi John. Uh, things are are good. So, that's Mr. Burness. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mr. Burness. Things are good. But uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, it, it, so it's whatever. Our journeys take us all yeah. over this fine world, right? They really do. And our journeys take us places because we just thought, hey, it'd be cool to do it. Let's find a way to get there. Whether it be yeah. asking, whether it be just simply doing and hoping that you just kind of weasel in there and get it. But hard work, man, and having a thick skin because you're going to be Which, told, no, your character is going to be called into question. Your basic essence of who you are as a human is going to be called into question. So you better suck it up and not let them win. Especially so, in broadcasting, because almost everyone I know in broadcasting gets canned. So I guess my question, you know, when it comes to that side of it, what uh, was there a moment or has there been a moment where you said, uh, well, I guess it's two parts, which is like, I, I'm out. I just can't. I know you went to Hawaii, but it's like, I'm out. I just can't do this anymore. It's too, it's too all over the place. Or on the flip side to that, was it uh, more... I, I can do this for the rest of my life like because of this and because of this. Like, I mean, do they, do they actually coexist those two stories? <sighs> well, going to Hawaii, I, I mean, I grew up there. So it was a case of, and you know, family still had a home there. And when I left WTSN, my first layoff in the business, mm-hmm. they laid off majority of the station at that, at this point. And that's when I started harassing the score. Uh, my dad bought me a ticket and he goes, just come to Hawaii. And then I was just sitting there looking outside going, man, snowing. Either I'm going to sit on my couch in Toronto watching the snow, sending out demo tapes, or I'm going to go to Hawaii for three weeks. Oh, nope, it's going to be three months. Okay, well, it turned into almost 11 years this time around. But uh, so Hawaii was just a complete, whoops, I guess I'm staying. But then I worked radio there, and then I did sports radio there. So it was just, again, you just ask and if it happens great and if it doesn't that's great too um can i do it the rest of my life i don't know i always thought there was a shelf life and here i am at this age 23 well that was my belief when i was a when i was a young whippersnapper and but i mean there will come a time where people stop asking you know for whatever reason so I'm just going to enjoy it, not make any grand plan saying in 10 years, I'm going to be doing this or not this or whatever. Just if any interesting opportunities with great clubs, with great teams, with great people come up. And if it kind of, if it excites me, then I'm going to do it. And if it just doesn't feel right, then I'm not. So 
I, I guess that's not really an answer, but the answer well, it is, kind of is. It's an answer to the it's an answer to the next one because you did say the magic word. So, what will you do next? Given the opportunities that have been presented to you lately, uh, just given the fact that you're in the Connect system now, you're in the Abbotsford system now, uh, you're you're on CTV, you're doing like 17 things here, which is amazing. Well, and Vancouver Football Club. And Vancouver Football Club. So there, there's tons of stuff being presented. And I'm sure you just touched on the fact that you're just going to keep taking mm-hmm. on things. Um, but what will you do next? Uh, that's a very good question. Hopefully everything that I'm doing now, but at uh, but more, more, more comfortably. More come, I can speak. See, I'm a good broadcaster. He's good, but I just want to keep in with the organizations that I'm with, and just keep improving. Just keep getting better and more comfortable, and that that's it. And if anything else comes my way, man, I mean, if you know, if they need someone at the Super Bowl next year on the sidelines, I guess I'm gonna have to work that into my schedule no uh i i if gosh well, i wouldn't have believed any of these incredible opportunities i wouldn't have believed abbotsford would have asked me back to do so many games i wouldn't have believed that the canucks would have me doing uh, vancouver sorry abbotsford's canucks do that i wouldn't have believed that vancouver would have asked me to do anything outside of international women's day um which was great that they asked not not downplaying that, but I just thought, okay, you know, you got your women's day and you're good. The fact that they asked me to fill in for Al when he couldn't do it. And there are so many incredible voices in this city. I, I would have, I would have absolutely said, you are lying. They're not going to ask. There is no way. And I had to read that email over and over and over and over. I screenshotted it, sent it to my husband going, did they ask me that? He goes, yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Is this, am I reading this correctly? He goes, what's wrong with you? <laughs> But God, I don't even know. I, and I don't even want to say because I don't want to jinx anything. And I don't want to put my mind to just one thing and then leave out everything else that could be happening. So I just want to keep taking in all these really cool opportunities and doing the best I can and hopefully elevating, you know, elevating those around me as well. Because if I don't do my job properly, that impacts a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I just want to do a good job and just keep improving and keep enjoying it. I want to wake up. I want to keep waking up excited to work. Well, then it's not work. Yeah, right? It's, 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 and that's what Al says, too. Is I said work. to the John, I'm like, Al, you know what? Thank you. You know, I know that I'm getting these opportunities at PA because of you. And thank you. And uh, he goes, hey, beats working for a living. And I'm like, oh, Al, I love you, man. But... Yeah. Well, all great things happen. Uh, I think, and I, be- I'm a firm believer that all great things happen when you say yes. So, yeah. bugging people and and getting into all these places uh, have has served you well. I'm not saying you're bugging people, but you know what I'm saying. Going after that oh, goal, going harass. after going after that dream, has served you well. And uh, and all great things happen because you said yes. You said yes to going to Barrie, Ontario, yeah. and probably doing news right after Gilligan's Island. So that's a big step. Survivor. We were on Survivor. Survivor, like season one, when everyone was like, ooh, what is this crazy new (laughs) new angle show? But yeah, and it's just, but it's 
getting there is one thing staying there and earning the right to stay there is a whole other issue getting in that's not the hard part the hard part is staying and then moving forward and so once you get there you that's when the work starts you have to work your behind off. You have to work harder. You have to work. You have to wake up earlier, go to bed later. You just have to work harder. You have to work, you know, longer hours. But if if it's meant for you, you will you will do it, and it won't feel like work. I and mean, once it starts getting tedious, find something else. Yeah, we gotta always be always be striving. I've got a I've got a, a saying that's like the the top of one level is the bottom of the next. You just yeah. gotta de- you just gotta decide what is the appropriate level for you to stay at because mm-hmm. we all want to be the best of of, of what we do. Uh, yeah. This tweet here tells me you certainly are. So congratulations to you and you serve this this city, this team, uh, the the job, everything so very well. And I congratulate you on that journey. Where can people you find you? Where can people find you online? And all that uh, fun stuff. Online, well, I'm trying to Twitter more, but I'm not good at it. Uh, <laughs> Caroline Frolic on Twitter, Instagram, it's Frolic, and uh, yeah, come say hi. Navi Canucks game when Vancouver and Abbotsford are on the same time on the same night. Come say hi to Frolic. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you well, for this. I appreciate I'm, I appreciate the time. I, I and I know we were running a little late today, and and you uh, stuck it out, so you're caffeinated. Uh, you're a super pro. Uh, you're an inspiration, and, and I and I really appreciate uh, you making time for this little old chill as it starts from its beginning and starts building to the top. So thank you, Carolyn. I appreciate it. Thank you. So when you're uh, big and going global and on every major media outlet, remember who was on one of your earlier shows. The Sports anchor from CKVR Channel Three. <laughs> I love you. I want to get that on a shirt. I know, <laughs> and I promise you, if you watch walk around anywhere in Ontario with that shirt, people are gonna go whoa, and they're gonna either gonna say leave it to Beaver and and Gilligan's Island because that's what and that was what was on when I came home from school. Bob McIntyre in the Bob garden. Bob McIntyre, amazing oh, stuff, and good rocking tonight as well. Some great stuff going on there. That's Dude Did Will, the Story of People podcast for another week on the Cryer Media Network. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week. Thank you, Carolyn Frolic, for all that you do for everybody. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Find it at dudidwill.com, dudidwill on YouTube, dudidwill on the Instagram, the Twitter, and you can, of course, find me, Brenton on tour, on tour, somewhere, doing this remotely and all that stuff. So thanks, everybody. I appreciate the time. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. 
It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.